Hey, what's going on, my friends? Welcome to Dr. Drill's Makey Motivation Podcast. Man, what a beautiful weekend it has been. It is Labor Day weekend. Got a little three-day, four-day in, technically for me, because I'm closed at the office on Tuesday. And I'll be teaching for most of the day. So, I have a nice leisurely day tomorrow teaching anatomy and physiology. Wednesday we get slammed with, um, you know, back back in action with our schedule. Busy at the office, busy teaching, busy with kids football games. Speaking of, Sam O, friggin' Mean 13, put a, a near sack down on the um, quarterback. They played Ridley Park Parker's on Saturday, and uh, she was just a split second, he tackled the shit out of his quarterback, very impressed with his aggressiveness, which, you know, there was an acquired taste for Sam, he wasn't a natural meathead, he had to work on it, so he's been doing a lot of work on his tackling, he's just a split second away from getting his sack, he definitely tackled the dude to the ground, pummeled him kid got up, rubbing himself, dusting himself off, and he did not connect, so it was an incomplete pass by virtue of the pressure that Sam put on him, very proud of my son, and of course I was up there um, doing, uh, back with the uh, announcing, me and my buddy Sean, he's a spotter, he operates a clock, and I call the the plays, hey, it's a, you know, Joe Blow on that carry for a short game taken down by a series of Braves, a plethora of, of Braves in on that play, second down, Ridley Park, right, so I enjoy it, I'm happy the football season's back in, the team looks awesome, they have many weapons out there, a lot of uh, great players, so proud of them. And then we had some, you know, we had some nice meals this weekend. We got some recreation in. Lily and I started this pumpkin pursuit. I call them um, pinekins instead of pumpkins. I just came up with that notion earlier. Pinekins. Get it? Kin is like family and pine is like, friggin' the wood that it's carved out of and pumpkins is what we're trying to make. So we, we cut the damn pine tree up. I've had a, some surplus pine logs in the yard. A friend gave me, cut them down on their property. So they sat for months, and now I am slicing them up, beveling the bottom so they sit up nice and straight, and carving some, some lines into them, making them look like pumpkins. And then we're taking vines go windy vine hunting in the in the uh, local wild areas we have very secret places where we find and harvest our our windy vines they're gonna be the stems so I got just coming back from Lowe's got some glue I'm gonna pour it in these little drill some holes in the top glue it up let the glue set finish up these pine pinekins and we've already sold probably 10 of them 
so we're getting quite a bit of interest in our pinekins. I want to get one, at least a, one or two made today so I can do the prototypes. We've already got these orders in. I think we're going to get a bunch more orders. It's only September, so we got two months. And Lily and I, have, the biggest thing that I'm proud of is that uh, this is Lily's first job. So then years later when people say, oh, what was your, what'd you, what was your first job? I worked at uh, Bus and Tables. Well, I freaking made, I worked with my father finishing up pinekins for Halloween, for the fall. And we sold them at $30 a piece. And we split the money. So this is her first experience making something with her own two hands and ingenuity and selling it. People like these little things. Now I've often thought about taking the drill bits wood carving thing a lot more seriously and filling orders and making all kinds of seasonal stuff. Uh, one year we made just selling um, snowmen which are slices of pine on to one on top of the other and freaking take a marker, put some eyes in and a and a plastic carrot nose. Sell these things for 30 bucks a piece. We made like a thousand dollars. Me and my friend Emily. So it's pretty cool to be making something that is essentially a waste product. People cut down pine trees, they don't burn them because they have sap and they'll gum up your flu. So yeah. We are taking something that somebody's gonna either chip and make mulch out of, or just throw out, put on the curb. They don't know what the hell to do with it. We're cutting it up, we're making something beautiful and selling it back to people. Remember that pine tree that was in your yard that you hated? You couldn't wait to take down because you were concerned it was gonna go down in a hurricane or something, some high winds. Check it out, this is something that you can have forever. In fact, I've got one of these carvings that I made of a pinekin and I still have it. I still display it every year. It might need a little bit of a touch-up because the elements get on it, but we've sealed these with polyurethane and painted them, and, and they look real good. So we're going to finish up some prototypes today, and apparently the Mennonite market uh, is open on Labor Day. They don't, don't feel bound by American holidays. That's fine. Uh, just went by my office, and I got some carpet guys installing... Uh, the final room of flooring. We got this cushion flooring. It fits together like a jigsaw puzzle. It's been perfect for our purposes. So they're working on that. I'll go in tomorrow a little bit early, inspect that, make sure it's good to go. So that's some cool stuff. It's been an awesome weekend. And I just got a little bit of you know work to do to prepare for the coming week some paperwork and some organization drop by the office tomorrow morning and things are going to be great let's see we got a hurricane coming a hurricane is uh, should be scraping the coast of Florida just offshore and then supposed to follow the track it's supposed to follow head on up to um, the Carolinas which are always under threat particularly South Carolina, because it's essentially below sea level. I got some good friends that live down there, so concerned. Um, my sister lives in Florida on the west coast of the peninsula. 
So I'm, I've been in touch with her and reached out, make sure she's okay, which she seems to be all right. I'll be checking in on her. It's Hurricane Dorian. Apparently, it just went through the Bahamas, a very popular vacation destination, and the storm surge fucked everything up. You know, that island is ravaged, you know. So, more and more you know, high frequency of these hurricanes coming in. And, you know, climate change is definitely mitigating this whole thing. More energy in the system, warmer days, warmer climate on average, warmer temps, warmer sea. Sea rises because it expands with the heat and mean water temperatures increasing. That's more energy that these storm systems can, can pick up as they sweep through wherever the Caribbean form and sweep through and follow a fairly predictable path. So these folks in Florida and the southeast, the hurricanes fucking like to go in there a lot. We've been very fortunate just up a little bit on the mid-Atlantic here. Anyway, I'm no meteorologist, although I do know somebody, uh, one of my patients years ago dated uh, Glenn the Hurricane Schwartz. Didn't work out. So there's that. Um, some cool shit going on. Listen, I've been feeling really good lately. I've been doing some hiking. I've been doing some uh, carving. I've been doing some kettlebell stuff, which I plan on doing some just in a little bit. Uh, my mood has been elevated. I feel really, really good. I'm going to share you what my secret is uh, in that regard. Because, I, and I'm going to be honest, I always when I say I'm going to be honest, I'm always fucking honest, man. I always tell the truth. I always do the right thing. But, you know, I don't want to, this is quite the um, platform when I'm going to open my entire life to you guys. But listen, I've struggled over the past couple years at least with some pretty bad anxiety and depression. Um, I have sought treatment for this. I've gone to um, therapists for a little bit. I have taken medications and do take medications, uh, antidepressants and anti-anxiety. What I'm told is a mild antidepressant. And But I've had some periods where despite all these best efforts pharmaceutical and cognitive and trying to, you know, exercise all the time and, and get out in nature and reduce my stress in, in creative ways. I, despite all that, I've had some pretty bad physiological, what I feel are physiological responses. Like, and I feel genuine, like, like shit, like, or there are some situations where I would I just not want to be involved, you know, just, I, I'm not looking forward to getting together at this family function, I'm not looking to forward to going out with this couple, or um, another, you know, afternoon devoted to a kid's activity, something like that, like, I guess my weekend, my, my weeks are so, and I mentioned this before, They're so full of outflow. So it's me taking care of people, 
loving them, uh, caring for them, physically helping them, answering their questions, responding to their emails and phone calls, and running an office like that, like being in healthcare, it's very taxing. And there's a burnout syndrome that is well known uh, with professionals, particularly those in healthcare. It's just you're tired, man. You got a lot of people that want your attention and you're good at what you do and you care and so people want that and they just they're going to mine that they're going to mine you of it they're going to take as much as they can in efforts to get themselves in a better place and at the end of a very long day I am tired and I don't want to talk anymore and then I go home and I my family is there, you know, and, and I, I, I love them and I, enjoy, I um, treasure my time with them. But there are some occasions where it's not, they're not infrequent, where I just feel like, fuck, I, you know, I can't, the weekend is here. And I've never, as I've said before, I have never been one to, you know, TGIF shit. I mean, I like my time off. I like the weekends. It's important. It's therapeutic on many levels. But I've always tried to enjoy the ride. And I, I'm fortunate that I love the things that I do. And I do a lot of stuff and I can be creative and I can uh, help people and I can teach and I can do all these things and hold it all together. So it's tremendously rewarding. I'm fortunate that I can do the things that I love for a living, but it's been taking its toll. You know, I've really enjoyed, I've really been craving time off. I've really been needing my nature walks or bike rides. I've, I've been needing workouts. I've been, um, I've been struggling, like I said, over the past couple years. And mind you, what is, how does this manifest? Well, you know, it's noticeable to those closest to me, but I am, I freaking, I'm a workhorse, you know, I go out there, I find it very rewarding to be doing this work, so I just churn it out, I, I do the work, I, same quality uh, that, that I've always brought to the endeavors of my life, I continue to do that, but I'd be lying if I said that it was, wasn't without considerable effort. So, what is, you know, what is my secret? What has been helping me lately that I feel like, and I don't take this lightly because, once again, I'm in this line of work, but it's kind of been a life-changing situation, scenario, and that is medical marijuana. Right? So, I CBD, or cannabidiol, is everywhere, right? Everybody's selling that. It's legal now. Farmers are going to start raising this crop of hemp, uh, which is not a psychoactive compound, right? But it does have a certain effect on the nervous system and the, the tissues of the body, and that it can reduce pain, and treat pain and um, and inflammation. It has been shown to be useful personally for me to chill me out, like anxiety, uh, sleep. It helps, 
And so I even sell it at the office. I sell CBD from a reputable company in Colorado called Bluebird Botanicals. And they've been great. I sell, I move a little bit of this product in the office. I don't sell a lot of shit either. I don't sell fucking pillows and mattresses and so on and so forth. Instead, I just choose to, to focus on the service that I can provide, which is essentially me, my hands, my doctorly attention. That's what I do. But I do sell Biofreeze, which is a little topical, feel-good, menthol, feeling, smelling stuff. Like a Icy Hot, right? Everybody knows Biofreeze. So I sell Biofreeze and I sell CBD. And I don't make a ton of money on it, but it's a, I, they're two products I stand by. I've been using CBD. It helps. But it was close, but no cigar. I don't know if it was a dosage thing or what. But I felt like it wasn't, it was losing its effectiveness. Or it was, like I said, close, but no cigar. So I needed to add something. Well, I became aware that medical marijuana, you could, that you could get a card. If you have certain medical conditions, you can get a card. You get an exam from a doctor who deals in this sort of thing, and they do an exam, and they say, all right, you know, what's your qualifying condition, quote-unquote, and up to now, it's been chronic pain and uh, Parkinson's and some more serious, you know, nerve-related things, more serious conditions, cancer, you know, God forbid. But most recently, there was word that they were going to add anxiety, major anxiety disorders, uh, depression, shit like that. And so I definitely have an, uh, uh, an anxiety disorder that's documented through my primary care physician. I saw this in the headlines. I made, I looked into it to make sure that it's actually was going to go forward. And then I found a doctor a few miles away from my house that could do this exam. And they didn't even know that anxiety had become a qualifying condition. So I brought it to their attention. I said, well, as of the 20th of July, it is. And so I went and got my exam. You know, pretty uncomfortable being under a microscope as a doctor yourself. You know, you're used to taking care of other people, right? So it's, a, it's you know pretty much a known quantity. Doctors and clinicians are the worst patients. I wasn't horrible, but I was uncomfortable basically having an anxiety attack, heart going, friggin' lub dub lub dub, while this guy was doing a basic little shitty exam on me. Um, he wrote the prescription. He put me in the system, and my I paid for my card, I think between the doctor's visit the exam and uh, the card was like $200, $250 to get in on this program. And I went online and registered for this card, sent them in the money. And less than a week later, I received my medical marijuana card. And I looked at dispensaries. And there's one just, you know, in some anonymous building 
in a little town a few miles away. Some bullshit robocall. Sorry to interrupt. So, uh, I, I found a dispensary in this little freaking shitty anonymous building. I went in there. They got a freaking armed guard at the front. Very pleasant environment. Beautiful decor, food, and beverages to, uh, uh, you know, free for patients. I sat in there. I had an appointment for my, my first time, my first uh, day in there. I sat with a pharmacist who essentially talked to me about my condition and some options. You know, I had already done some research about different products and strains of, uh, of marijuana, which there's quite a variety. So my thing was I had tried marijuana before in my life. And, uh, you know, the problem is you don't know what you're getting. I always, uh, looked at the stereotypical stoner and felt like, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be sedated. I don't want to be, have the stupids. I want to give, I want something that's going to make me alert but kill my anxiety, and it didn't, didn't, wasn't apparent to me that that was even possible, you know, I felt like, um, you couldn't have one, you couldn't have both, right, you need to, either need to be completely chilled out, sedated, and have what's called couch lock, uh, where you're streaming Netflix and ordering friggin' takeout, or, you know, you would take an upper, something that's, was going to boost your mood, which I guess in terms of antidepressant, that's, I'm on that, you know, supposed to take out the highs and lows, right, it's got a little bit of something for anxiety, a little bit of something for depression in the same pill, so I take that, no, you know, no epiphanies really, so I sit down with this pharmacist, guy couldn't be nicer or more understanding, certainly familiar with the desperate manner in which people approach, you know, this new, uh, medical pursuit, like, all right, where are we going to, where am I going to go if medications have failed me or if they haven't worked completely or I've tried this and that and the other thing for my pain, for my medical condition, you know, I, man, I really hope that this helps because I know some people it's helped and some people it didn't help or I don't want to, you know, lose my job. I don't want to, all this shit, you know? So I'm sitting down with this guy. He talks to me about some specific strains that are good for this or that, some good beginner stuff that's not going to whack you out or have a dramatic effect, but just might be helpful in, in my predicament. And so I bought a couple products on day one. I went home and still kind of fragile about the whole experience. I was like, eh, I don't want to, you know, when am I going to do this? In what form am I going to do it? You can vape it. You can take a pill. You can take a tincture. There's various forms that you can get at this syringe. It's got, it just kind of squirts out a little gel at the end and you uh, put a little, it's called RSO. And you put a little bit of that under your tongue or on a cookie or something. And, and that has its effect via the gastrointestinal tract. So different, meth, different methods to get this product in. But I still was a little bit unsure. I was anxious about the effects that this would have, 
what kind of condition it would leave me in, when should I do it, right before bed, um, upon waking, I don't know, you know, it's like a medication, but you got to figure out when you should take it to have the desired effect, right? So I wanted to take it before I hit the rack and just something to knock me out, to give me eight hours of peaceful sleep. Um, and so I tried that and it actually, it caused my heart to race a little bit. So rather than having a sedating effect, even those strains that were supposed to help me in that you know, regard calm me down, I think I was just having a response to the dose to try to figure out, um, it was just, I was beginning with it, so it was, it was a shock to the system, and even the tiniest little puff of this vape, um, and this isn't the, the shit you see in the news where, the, you know, the different va- impurities in vapes and stuff, I'm pretty sure that this is, is not causing any problems, um, in that regard, it's not going to poison me or fuck my lungs up as far as I know, plus I take the tiniest little bit, so anyway, it was okay, maybe effective in a little bit for sleep, but not so much, I then found that, okay, well maybe this is something I should take in the daytime, I tinker out, tinkered around with a couple other strains, I found this strain called Lemon G, and what this is, an actual crop, it's like a different type of tomato plant or whatever, a variety of corn, and it has indeed different effects, so lemon G was was touted as a very mild strain, a mixture of CBD, which I mentioned before, and THC, in a one-to-one ratio, and so it's balanced, so it shouldn't have a crazy effect and knock you out or anything like that, and I'll be damned, this, it, you, you vape it, I take a tiny little puff, one in, once in the morning and once in the afternoon, and this fucking shit brightens my mood like no medication that I've taken for this purpose. It jacks me up a little bit, gives makes me more um, willing to uh, more resilient. So I'm not so freaking beat up or dreading going to to work or to be on a stage or to, like, I feel like I, it helps me get through the day. It doesn't knock me out at all. It just kind of brings me, puts me in a good mood, talkative, kind of like you hear right now. I took a puff at like 10 o'clock this morning, just the tiniest little thing. And this lemon G leaves me with a mild aftertaste of lemon. I guess there's this, uh, what's called a terpene, a terpenoid which is a type of fatty acid that you'll find in lemons and lemon cleaners and stuff like that. It's called limonene. And it tastes like lemons. And it is found to have an uplifting effect on you. And there are hundreds of other these terpenoids that help to produce a given effect. Different strain will have different terpenoids and there's a lot to know about it, Uh, but in a nutshell, I guess, I am fucking ecstatic about this whole process, you know, I don't, I'm not somebody who's going to be carrying around these types of, uh, you know, a bag of weed with me or something like that, I'm a professional, 
I'm a teacher, I'm a father, I want to be functional, and I want to be free of stigma, you know, I'm a professional, I'm not going to be taking this stuff during working hours, but medications, you do, you know, in the morning or whenever you take your meds, you take it and, and you need those things, right, or at least we feel, if you're having a certain symptom profile, you really freaking need that help. Like my wife, she's had a little gastrointestinal thing, like a little heartburn, GERD sort of scenario. And she went to the gastroenterologist and she got one med and it worked a little, then it stopped working. I'll tell you what, over the past week or so, she's completely, relatively symptom free. She was really hurting previously. So the medication is going to decrease the acidic uh, nature of her lower esophagus or whatever. It, it, it's produced the desired effect. It worked. It helps her. And she was really in a bad way. So in my situation, I'm thinking, what the fuck, man? I'm friggin', I've got all these hats that I wear. I love my work. I have a wonderful, healthy family. Uh, I have a good life. And why do I feel like my heart is going to beat out of my chest? Why do I feel like I'm like socially withdrawn? Just something in my neurochemistry, I think, perhaps genetically. Because I got some wackos in my family. And listen, my job is essentially to perform. And so whether I'm teaching or adjusting or um, carving wood, like people have an expectation of me. I've, I've done some pretty cool things in my life. I've got a bunch of degrees. I've tasted success. I've got the life that a lot of young people are looking to have. Make a good living. Um, so enter mental... Mental medical marijuana, I'm thinking, holy shit, what a stigma, I don't want to be a pothead, I don't want to take drugs, or, you know, I don't want to, whatever, but, so, I, thankfully, they qualified the condition of anxiety, and depression, and, I went, legit, I got my exam, I got my card, I got my ticket, essentially, to, shop for these products and it's an awesome thing it's just like you go into a, a health food store or something and you need you know you're looking for this type of you can't eat uh, gluten so you're looking for a type of bread okay we'll go over here and get this bread or you want a protein powder okay you can get whey protein you can get freaking beef protein you can get whatever new uh, soy isolated protein um, whatever you can shop for the specific product that is going to help you most. And now, you go into these dispensaries, you got professionals that are going to help you identify the useful chemical compounds within marijuana, cannabis, that help people. And I haven't even read extensively or gotten into the history of marijuana, but I believe that it was outlawed at a similar time frame as um, liquor, alcohol, and prohibition days, and it was associated with Mexicans and brown people, 
know, they smoked pot. They were potheads. And it took away their ambition and they were lazy and just sit around smoking pot all stoned out of their mind. And I'm sure that every stereotype's got a little bit of truth to it, right? So maybe there's, you know, that's the stereotype. What does a drunk look like? What does a pothead look like? But all of these medicines, all substances have their appropriate application. And now I can go and pull something off the shelf that specifically can help me in my situation. And I can take it in a variety of forms. And I've got my card that qualifies me to use this medicine. And I'm telling you, I have not felt better. And I'm not driving around with a frickin', you know, uh, one of those like Rastafarian knitted ganja pouches around my neck. I'm not going to get a marijuana leaf tattoo. But I tell you what, this stuff has made a difference in my life. It has helped me significantly. And something that will save me from the stigma a little bit is that I'm in business for myself. So nobody's going to freaking give me a piss test or uh, uh, discriminate against me for using these medications. And I'm going to use them responsibly. And so far, so freaking good. So anybody who's out there that's got a, uh, you know, a, a qualifying condition, so to speak be it anxiety and depression, which are fucking rampant, and I'm here to tell you that um, I don't know why why it would be. I mean, I, I'm a fucking, why I would have those conditions. I certainly don't want to, but I'm telling you that just maybe it's fucking working hard, you know, dealing with the stresses day to day at work, at home which home life is very good. So I really have no reason beyond the, you know, what the normal person would have stresses in my life. I don't really have any, anything glaring, good marriage, successful in business. A lot of people, you know, a lot of friends. I'm healthy, thankfully, but I wasn't entirely happy. I needed just something. And shit, I'm a, I'm a chiropractor. I, I don't pop pills. I don't like to, you know, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of big pharma. I, I don't want to have to do that. But I, I came to the conclusion that I had a chemical issue. This was not like I'm kind of down the dumps or I'm just having a bad day. This was like chronic. And so it took a little bit. But ever since I got up and running with medical marijuana, I have felt so much better. I sleep restfully. I am more social. I feel more able to, to uh, tackle the uh, tasks of the day. I feel more creative. I've been out carving wood. I've been out hiking. I've been... doing a lot of things that I would just kind of be moping around, you know, and then Monday, Sundays come and I'm like, oh, the Sunday scaries, right, we mentioned that before, 
got to go back to work, time to make the donuts, you know, and just had some stresses in my work life recently, so, uh, that kind of put me over, It, it, it just, it was tough, it was tough going, so, I fixed those problems, I have a little couple of vapes off of fucking this device, morning and afternoon, I take a little tincture or something to help me sleep, and I haven't had any side effects, any effects that were less than positive, so, um, you know, I'm just coming clean and telling you guys about this, because maybe it could help you, and you can do it here, now you can do it in a way that is not, you're not uh, spitting in the wind, trying to, oh, you know, this might help, and here my buddy can get you some, or maybe grow your own, no, nothing illegal, nothing negative, minimal risk, and it's helping me, big time, so um, maybe it can help you as well, something to think about, everybody have a wonderful weekend,